Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. So go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on the stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choice to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on Election Day. This election matters. So make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So visit go to ballot.org, enter your address to make sure that you vote and vote informed. All right, and welcome back to another episode of Politics and Brown, Brown Liquor. Liquor. Today we cover many topics. Uh, Karen gets uh, told off <laughs> by a black woman in the oh, streets of Seattle. Yep. And yep. gets, uh, you know, is given a history lesson, which was amazing. It's amazing. That's in segment two. You've got to hear that. Yes. And we learn all about Freaknik. Yep. That's what's called Freak, Freaknik. Freaknik. Yeah, Freaknik. Freaknik. We learn a little bit. Yeah. You know, we talk about that too, segment two. And then the cancel culture. Yeah, cancel culture and Juneteenth. Yeah. June. So listen to this episode uh, and uh, like, share. And subscribe. Subscribe. And make and sure to email us at politicsandbrownlicker uh, at gmail.com. gmail.com. And also, if you feel so inclined, send us some brown liquor so yep. we can give our opinion on your favorite beverage. So now on with the show. Politics and brown liquor. Yes, where we talk about all the day's headlines and eh, rant on whatever and else comes to mind. sometimes a little extra. Well, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. So, you know what I'd like to continue to talk about? What? Uh, this was Rayshard Brooks shooting. Yes. Because it has gotten, I don't know, it's gotten even more ridiculous. Out of control. Because you told me that Mayor Keish... Keisha Lance Bottoms of Atlanta. Yeah, has said it's murder. Has declared Officer Rolf to be a murderer. Where did you, where did you see that? I was actually looking for that, and that I, was, I, that I couldn't find on, it. That was actually on Fox News this morning. I was at the gym, and yeah. so I go to Planet Fitness, and so there's a, you know, I don't know, there's going to be like 20-odd TVs on the top, you know, um, facing the cardio equipment. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was one of the headlines this morning. Oh, my gosh. So she is the mayor of Atlanta, mm-hmm. and it, there's been no investigation. No. I mean, how could there be? Not only that, but they fired Officer Rolf yeah, yeah. without so, an investigation, yep. without any due process whatsoever. Just fired him. So and, uh, yeah. her, her doing that, claiming she's a murderer, he cannot get a fair trial in Atlanta. He just can't. Well, no, I would argue it would be very difficult for him to get a fair trial in many places, but yeah. Well, yeah, I get that, but she is basically, and, and, and I, I, I just can't help but wondering, did she do it on purpose? Did she not realize? No, I think, I think she's very calculating. I think, she, I think she knows exactly what she's doing. She's going to elicit yeah. more race riots. She's going to elicit more damage to the city that she, in fact, is the mayor of. And she's going to somehow, she, I, I think she envisions herself to be coming out the victor and yeah. you know the bigger person and somehow will be seen to have led Atlanta through one of its more most tumultuous times in recent history um it, however it, as i mean technically i'm not one of her constituents because i live i live in Atlanta but i live OTP yeah yeah um, same here so, it's, she's not winning any popularity contests, and anyone, and even people in the city that I know, I mean, they just yeah. can't wait to leave the city fast enough. Well, I did see her. She was on some MSNBC program. I don't know which one of those morning shows is, uh, mm-hmm. or M- NBC, not MSNBC, mm-hmm. NBC, and talking about how he's a family man, how he just I mean, wanted to go back to his kids. A, he's such a family man. He was in jail, but was released <laughs> early due to COVID yeah. because he beat his kids. So here's a, a story. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It's getting, from NOQ yeah. Report. Media's portrait of Rayshard Brooks skipped <laughs> felony cruelty to children yeah. 
Yeah, totally Other nice guy, except for the fact that he beats the shit out of his children. Yeah. Great guy, except for that one minor <laughs> That's right. Well, I think it's more than one. But Brooks' criminal history paints a different picture, one that includes charges of false imprisonment. Hello. Oh, that's a Hello. one. Domestic violence, theft, Pastor. drugs, and felony cruelty to children. Oh, yeah. But no, no, he is a saint. Oh, my a gosh. Saint and a martyr for the cause. It, here is his uh, record here. Um, I'll put this in the show notes, uh, but this this guy was, as I said yesterday. Oh wow, this is even within a very short period of time. So yeah, see, it goes all the way back to. So we have March third, twenty thirteen, theft. Mm-hmm. March March third, twenty thirteen, felony cruelty. Yep. March third, twenty thirteen, interfering with custody. Yep. March third, twenty thirteen, false imprisonment. Yep. March third, twenty thirteen, obstruction of um, obstruction of an officer and then. Um, He's gotten false in prison up here a um, couple times. Had, oh, no, no. And then the next year, uh-huh. we have May 30th, 2014, felony cruelty. Uh-huh. May 22nd, 2014, false imprisonment, theft by um, interfering with custody and obstruction of an officer yep. in the um, performance of their duties. May 22nd, 2014, false imprisonment. Yep. Plus simple battery versus battery simple versus felony cruelty. Um, March Wait a minute, is this, is this what they call a rap sheet? Uh, yes. Um, simple battery, battery family violence. March 31st, 2014, false imprisonment. Yeah. I mean... Ladies and gentlemen, yes. Oh, there's more. Oh, wait. There's wait, more. There's more. Okay. Uh, March thir- March 6, 2014. Uh-huh. Um, Hove Lane violation. Oh, oh, HOV Lane violation. Really? Okay, they put that on that. I guess that was disposed of. Yeah. Um, November 10th, 2010, obstruction of an officer. Yep. Um, November 22nd, 2010, obstruction of an officer. March 15th, 2011, bat- fam- battery, family violence, uh, Level one, battery, simple, battery, family violence, yep. battery, simple. Yep. Um, January 19th, 2011, battery, family violence, uh, uh, level one. A saint, the man was not. No. I mean, some of these charges were disposed of, however. Well, I think... I mean, I, even I, if I someone it, had this horrific record and everything were true and everything were completely like he had served all his time, I mean, people can make people can make changes. Correct. And, they can and people change. do make they, mistakes. Yeah, and they can yeah. turn their life around, however... Um, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't paint the picture of a no. family man. I mean, no. we've got several uh, no. imprisonments here. We got several we battery several family violence here. Offenses. We have false imprisonment, yeah. family family violence, battery. I mean, multiple counts of battery. Yeah, on the list that we're violence, looking at, uh, the children. In March of uh, uh, March sixth of two thousand fourteen, it's got an H. OV lane violation. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me if that's the only one the media reports right there. Oh, most likely. An H O V violation. Um, but no, I mean you can you can generally turn your life around. It doesn't mean that you're doomed to, you know, repeat yeah. your past mistakes, however, um, you know, I mean, his criminal history and that's only if I mean, that's all we have found out thus far. That's yep. all we have we personally have access to at this point. But I mean, obviously he he was a troubled person and obviously he was not a saint. Um, and even if, it's, if someone has been a saint in a past in, in past their past life, their their future actions or lack thereof or mistakes don't it doesn't your 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 you know spotless past doesn't nullify your current behavior. Well, I got to tell you, I'm, I mean, this really now mm-hmm. it, it just pisses me off. It pisses me off that we uh, the media does this. It pisses Keisha Lance Bottoms. I, I, I'm furious with what she's doing with this how she has completely thrown the police department under the bus oh yeah our our police our police chief has uh has uh resigned yeah and also we remember what we said about that she did not resign (laughs) she stepped down she's still drawing a salary and my guess is she's drawing the same salary she had before tomato tomato yeah, but right, but right. no, but no, we've we've had lots of police officers um, resign since then. I mean, and that's that's just in like the last twenty four to forty eight hours. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just it's it's ridiculous. And she's you know she's literally playing Nero as Rome burns, and Rome in this yeah. scenario is Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, after the initial shooting, I mean they burned a Wendy's to the ground. What was it? A dry cleaners nearby, and another building yep. after Convenient that. Convenience store, gas station. And they blocked seventy five, eighty five. Yep. I mean they literally. I mean it's it's ridiculous. And 
and there are protests on the state capitals uh, um, today. Um, you know, it's just unbelievable. And yet she's going to continue. Yeah, we shouldn't be going through this for this. I'm sorry. It's no, tragic no. that the man and died. She I'm... thinks it's all fun and games, but it's not her that has to live yeah. in crappy neighborhoods where half the stuff is burnt down. She's not the one who has to modify her lifestyle because, you know, there's been social, quote unquote, social justice been taking place. No, she's going to have her assistants and her staff run her errands and they're going to go to whatever place in Atlanta they need to go to to get yep. it done. Yeah, you know it's well, not going to impact her daily life in any way. This this is indicative of the left in this country seizing this moment. Mm-hmm. Because who's it? Rahm Emanuel, Barack Obama's former chief of staff and former mayor of Chicago, who yeah. said, uh, "Never let a crisis go, go to away. waste." And yeah. here here is exactly it unfolding. Is we had this man who was not a good actor. I'm sorry, he just wasn't time now we've had 24 hours we've been, we've had information come out yeah. this was not an innocent man he was not and if yeah. you watch the video the officer he he was acting in complete professionalism he was complete professional oh, oh yeah for sure um so here's an article actually on cnn police officers across the u.s have quit their jobs in recent days here's where um there have been resignations so since George oh, Floyd's yeah. death three weeks ago, the role of America's criminal justice system has been catapulted to the forefront of national conversation. Yep. Um, let's see. In Minneapolis, at least seven police officers resigned from the department since protests um, sparked by Floyd's death in late May. Um, let's see. Well, this is going to be, this is a problem right oh, now. This in, is in, Yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, let's see. Atlanta's police chief stepped down and the officer who killed the 27-year-old father was fired. Second officer was placed in administrative duty. Yeah. In addition, Atlanta police said in a statement, eight office, eight additional officers have resigned from the department this month. So we, this is June 2020. Since June 1st, 2020, we have had eight additional resignations from it. So, so we got, we have the left propagating this defund police nonsense, which is absolutely ludicrous, and it's going to lead to people getting hurt. It's going to lead to yeah. the black community, by the way, going Gang, to experience more hurt. crime than yeah. they are experiencing now. And an APD, the Atlanta Police Foundation, earlier reported that 19 officers had resigned since yeah. the start of social justice protests, which means and that we've had 19 resigned since, what was that, May? Who would want to be a part of the Atlanta Police Department no, now? and actually, if you've been watching the news, Mayor de Blasio yesterday announced um, that he was taking yep. plainclothes officers off the street. So that's 600 plainclothes police officers who yeah. are now being reassigned. Yep. Guess what? Guess where they're being reassigned? Community policing and yep. safety efforts. Yep. So basically, instead of these closed plain, uh, plain closed police, meaning you know the guys in the narc squad, you know all these undercover people who you know help provide valuable intel to all the other departments, and um, they're no longer there. And instead, in their stead, they're putting social workers. I know. I saw a story where they're going to have social workers yeah. go in and answer some, some, whatever <laughs> that means, nine one one calls. Can, yeah. can no, just, not, not, only uh, answer, not only answer, but they're supposed to facilitate and handle and de-escalate situations for which they have no training, uh, nor do they have any authority to utilize any physical force whatsoever. And I mean, I'm sorry, I'm a small business owner and I've done, a, like I've treated a lot of people with a ton of workers' comp claims over the years. Yeah. Hashtag workers' comp. Can you imagine? I mean, you have a social worker who's not primed or anything. I mean, and the lawsuits resulting from a social worker going, quote unquote, rogue when they, the city is not even covered, like, from a liability standpoint. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. Well, it's what I say often by the left. The cure is worse than the disease. So, and, and this is what we're going to have yeah. happen now. So I mean, I mean, we're just going to have complete, I mean, even in Atlanta, Georgia. So, I mean, Saturday well, night. You know, we made reference in the last podcast. Saturday night was my birthday party, yep. and as we were leaving, that's when those, when the protests yep. happened yep. for the Rashad. Um, while we were while trucks. we were at your party, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so then the protest, you know, the uh, march on the Capitol happened today in Atlanta. So I made a phone call to a friend of mine who happens to be UK um, ex UK Special Forces. Yeah, and so I have an appointment with him on Saturday. I am buying my first firearm. Good for you. So, yeah. so for those listening, As a direct result of the recent action. For, for those listening that are um, knowledgeable of firearms, please email us politicsandbrownlicker at gmail.com to help Dr. C. Right. Pick give, out give me the some right recommendations. What are, what are your recommendations? Yeah. Um, you know, firearm plus particular you know, brand, ammunition. caliper. Caliper. Caliper is the most important, right? Right. 
So, if I'm wrong, I would like people to email Size us in. Matters. Help us out. Let's let's get some recommendations. It's what Tuesday today it is Tuesday. while we're you broadcasting have until this. Saturday. Um, yeah. What is it? What, what is the date? Saturday, the 18th or 19th? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. You have until Saturday, <laughs> this Saturday, um, to email us at politicsandbrownlicker yeah. at gmail.com and recommend. I'm five foot two. Okay, weight proportionate <laughs> to height, and uh, you know, I don't What's, have. Uh, you know, so not a Glock 45, probably. That's <laughs> well, a big we were, gun. We were looking online earlier. Magnum 44. Like, was that a 44? A Magnum 44, that's what. Okay. Yeah, it was a badass out. gun. Yeah. It was super sexy, y'all. Like, I mean, I was like, that's <laughs> the one I gun. want. And he's like, um, that's a big gun. It has a you know, little bit of a You may not be able to kick. handle that gun. Yeah. And you know what? That makes me, that, that just makes me want to prove him wrong so bad. Yeah. So here we are with, you know, firearm sales. Yes. And this is what I, this is what really kills me about the left. They have to, how are they this stupid to not realize what's going to happen right. in our country? Yeah. They're, they're, they're acquiescing. They're going for photo ops. They, they accuse President Trump mm-hmm. of going across Lafayette Park to that church for a photo op. And here we have a story um, see it. Nancy Pelosi gifts George Floyd's brother folded American flag. Outrage erupts online. So, oh, of course. It, 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 she, it was a photo op. She did it um, in front of the cameras. Yeah. And she gave him a folded American flag, which typically is reserved, is a, is a, is a honor yes. specifically reserved for military family members. Yep. Veterans who served during wartime, veteran who died on active duty yeah. after May 27, 1941. Vet, these are the criteria veterans who served after January 31st, 1955, peacetime veteran who is discharged or released before June 27, 1950, after serving at least one enlistment or for disability incurred or aggravated in the line of duty. Certain persons who served in organized military forces of the Commonwealth of the Philippines, see it's detail, Mm -hmm. while in the service of the U.S. Armed Forces who died on or after April 25th, 1951. Or last but not least, certain former members of the Selected Reserve. Not not career criminals who were killed inadvertently, however you look at it, by police. It yeah. is a travesty that she did this. It really is. Oh, no, no, no. It, she's it's a hor- she's insulting. A evil human. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I honestly believe Nancy Pelosi, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar. I mean, they're cer- I mean, I think AOC, she's horrible. I don't think she's intrinsically evil. Yeah. But there's particular individuals like Tom Perez, Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, I believe. Harry Reid is yep. amongst them. Yep. Um, like I said. Agree. Um, Agree at all. Yeah. I mean, did I mention Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar? I believe they're intrinsically evil. I do, too. Actually, I believe, well, I've said it before, I believe the Democrat Party is intrinsically I think I they're mean, evil. I mean, as a whole, at, at this yes, point but in there, time. Are particular, there are particular individuals yeah. in said party that are actually, I believe, intrinsically completely yeah. evil. Like, their souls there, are black. There's something wrong with yeah. the Democrat Party that they mm-hmm. have such a quest and thirst for power. It's it's Not frightening. Not just for power, but for blood. Yeah, I mean, it's, for blood. Like, it's literally, just for people in the Democrat Party, I mean, you know, Ralph Northam amongst them, the Virgin, uh, current uh, governor of Virginia, I mean, they welcome abortions. They celebrate abortions. Yeah. I mean, even if you happen to be pro-choice listening to this, um, you know, the majority, I mean, okay, I can't even say majority anymore. <laughs> a good number of the people I, I happen to know personally who are pro-choice, they're not advocating, particularly for mm. abortions. They're not like, yeah, you need to go get an abortion. It's yeah. not like a celebratory thing. Yeah. But there are those people on the left who are actively celebrating the Absolutely, murder yeah. Yeah. of infant children. Yeah. And if you were really going to be upset about the black community and atrocities committed against the black yep. community, Planned Parenthood is literally wiping you off the face of the earth yeah. systematically. But most people I know that are for abortion, we get on that topic, uh, are for abortion because they just feel that people make mistakes, they get pregnant, and they shouldn't have to suffer that consequence, which is a horrible, horrible thought process. They're not thinking about what the actual process is. And then most of them, if not all of them that I've spoken with, completely blind themselves to the purpose abortion really came about, why Margaret Sanger... Um, yeah, no, created Planned Parenthood. It's, it's a eugenicist dream. It's a, yeah. it's a genocidal. Her, her vision has come true. I oh, mean, most definitely. Yeah, but I mean, and, and there are certain pro-choice persons who, all right, okay, so abortion is okay up until, mm-hmm. let's say, 16 weeks of gestation, right? Yeah. Um, which, depending on which source you're, you know, you're reading, might 
may or may not be the first time where, you know, the baby's able to, or the fetus, according to some people, but it's a baby, you know, the baby's able to actually feel pain and what have you. But, um, so no, no, the left, the left literally seeks blood. They are. It's it's an abhorrent, an abhorrent, abhorrent, abhorrent committing post-birth abortion party yeah it goes back to the podcast i did a number of weeks ago how the democrat party mm-hmm. was it came about to protect slavery that was, that was why the yep. democratic party was created and and they have throughout history throughout the time the democrat party has been around has always always been a detriment to minorities always mm-hmm. they still are oh, yeah, for sure and they, they acquiesced the Democrats or the blacks back in um, the New Deal around FDR time. And then, of course, Lyndon Baines Johnson kind of solidified it. And uh, it's been a downhill road for that community, which breaks my heart ever since. And it's a hard pill to swallow that nobody wants to confront. Now, I do believe tides are changing. It's a small percentage. I actually believe President Trump mm-hmm. will get a more of the black vote this election cycle than any other Republican has gotten since uh, before the New I Deal. Mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's quite possible. I mean, that's that's entirely possible. I I don't know. There's there's a ground swelling. There's Candace Owens. There's um, well, I mean, Cand- I mean, um, I will say a lot of people, a lot of black people don't like Candace Owens. I mean, I, we've talked about her before yeah. on the podcast. I mean, I think I think she has a lot of good things going for her. Yeah. However, I think she's very brash and she's. I mean, she's educated up to a point. Um, yeah, deli- I agree with that. Her delivery is really difficult. It's raw. It's raw. It's, it's you yeah, know. Yeah, but it's not like raw and It's not exciting. very academic. It's like raw and very abrasive yeah. and chafing, dare yeah. I say. But, um, but she's, her voice, yeah, you know, no, no, her voice no. has been a viable voice. The Blexit movement. I mean, I'm major props, but I think there needs to be additional young. There are. African-American or black conservative lead thought there are in. you look on twitter there's um harris jr i can't remember the guy's first name there's this other guy but what i'm saying um, is they, they need to be they need to come off of twitter they yeah need to come out into the real world where and you know other african-americans or other black people people in the it's a hard road to go down and also there's a um in the black community they're always screaming and crying about the lack of male yeah figures in the, in the black community right well, well, if you're on Twitter and you're listening to this and you are happen to be, you know, black or however you identify yourself, you know, come off of Twitter, come out of, come off of social media. I mean, you can obviously still have a presence there, but come, come out of the shadows. And if this is truly something you feel that, yeah. uh, that honest and strong about, come out of the shadows and, you know, give your community a voice, give your community a healthy, strong voice you know, it's happening. So you it's happening. It's slow. It's a slow march, but it's happening. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not slow. But what I will say, I mean, there's plenty of white conservatives out there, right? Yeah, plenty and, of white leftists too. White well, well, right. White but what privilege. I'm saying is, remember though, we talked about that white privilege. <laughs> the percentage of the black community, though, that would openly acknowledge being conservative so, is far. far so this 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 whole Brooks thing. In Atlanta, this has been heavy. I mean, this has been. I mean, literally, just it's, heavy. It's, it's pushed me to the point where I mean, yeah. I'm, I've been sleeping on my couch so I can make sure I hear. Yeah, here we are talking about it day two, and and I have an appointment to purchase a firearm this weekend. Yeah, so I'm from Canada. We're not supposed to own guns. So let, let's lighten it up. Let's talk about the Chaz kids. <laughs> Again, I mean, the Chaz okay. kids are fun, right? Out in Seattle, we sure. you know this has pushed them off the news. The Chaz kids are still out there trying to figure out what's going on, mm. hoping mommy and daddy doesn't cut off their cell phone. Right. But if they do, it would end it. But here we got rapper Warlord Raz seen handing out AR-15 to youth in Seattle Seattle Autonomous Zone. Do they have have a permit for that? Have they gone through the obligatory background checks? That's right. Well, this is Washington State. I I would think Washington State's, you know, it's a pretty progressive state. It's probably hard to get a firearm there, right? I think so. But you know what? Let's look it up. Requirements? Yeah. Here's a, in a video that was streamed live on Simone's Facebook, whoever Simone is, <laughs> the rapper know. can be seen grabbing an AR-15 from the back of his Tesla, the back of his Tesla, of and handing I mean, it to I mean, a youth who you... may or may not be old enough to own a so-called assault rifle, I mean, quote, I mean, unquote. don't you deliver your AK-47s in a <laughs> Tesla? Oh, here we go, here we go. We're not doing, it. this is beautiful. I so love this line. You're gonna, this, I love this line. We're not doing anything illegal, Raz uh-huh. can be heard saying. When asked why he wanted to be armed, the boy said, 
we're just exercising our rights is all. Really? Okay. I think conservatives have been saying that for what? How many years? Hello. Uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot, know, a lot. It's like, okay, oh so my God, this see. is just the funniest thing ever. So now we got Raz. Raz, by the way, who said in a previous video a couple days ago that he's mm -hmm. the police now. So <laughs> what's happened in Atlanta oh, has my. bumped Seattle off the headlines because mm -hmm. the, the hilarity that's ensued with Seattle, I mean, it's just, I mean, these kids... Uh, you know, there was one where I saw that they're doing a GoFundMe page, a GoFundMe page to buy them weapons right. that were stolen. <laughs> stolen in the chat zone. <laughs> okay, so here, so this is according to the NRA website. So purchase and transfer. Washington State has no laws requiring a license to purchase a firearm. Ah. It has no laws regulating sales or purchases of multiple guns or regulating gun yeah. shows. Carrying in Washington State, it is a crime to carry a handgun concealed on the person without a license to carry a concealed weapon, although a person may carry concealed without a license in his or her place of yeah. abode or fixed place of business. So if you happen to be a business owner in the state of Washington or you're in your home in Washington, you do not have to have a so concealed carry permit. So here, here's the headline from the Post Millennial. Antifa group starts GoFundMe to replace yeah. guns stolen from them in Seattle's <laughs> occupied zone. Although, you know, at machine guns, it is illegal to manufacture, own, buy, sell, load, yeah. furnish, transport, or have in possession or under control any machine gun or any part thereof capable of use or assembling or repairing any machine gun. But so does an AK-47 fall in that category? No. Nah. Uh, not as a I'm machine not gun. a gun expert. Yeah, no, it's semi-automatic autom automatic um, rifles or automatic weapons have been banned in this country for a long time. Machine guns have been banned in this country <laughs> for like a long time. Is that like a Tommy time. gun? Yeah, Tommy okay. gun would be like a so machine gun. So we're like gun. talking yeah. like Chicago yeah. like mob you know, style. Okay. Basically, okay. the difference between a <laughs> semi-automatic and an automatic is with an automatic, you pull the trigger and it just keeps firing. With a semi-automatic, you have to continuously pull the trigger. It still fires at a rapid pace. Oh, okay, just you don't have to. Yeah, you just got to go pop, 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 pop. But right, an automatic, right. which is illegal to own in this country, mm -hmm. uh, you just pull the trigger and it goes, you know. Okay. So right. and that would be like your proverbial Tommy gun, yeah, if you okay. will. Yeah, yeah. But semi-automatic. Hey, I feel so like go, almost yeah. every single mob documentary <laughs> ever made on Amazon, on Amazon Prime, I'm like obsessed. Now, I don't know if this is a, a parody <laughs> account or a parody uh, well, it site. It doesn't appear to be. I mean, it's it just. To be but it, it, if it's not parody, the irony <laughs> is so thick. Yeah. Antifa, oh, no, sure. I'm going to read the headline again because it just cracks me up. Antifa group starts GoFundMe <laughs> to replace guns stolen from them in Seattle's occupied zone. How many, you know, let's say it is a parody. Who cares? Yeah. How many times have oh, no, we no. seen let's, stories? Let's, let's make sure to tell our listeners that, of course, you know, the uh, Chaz kids are in masks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the purple one, the purple bandana is nice. Yeah. Nice touch. Yeah. I don't know what I symbols. Like an N is that a West Coast gang symbol? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. You're asking me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what kills me is how many stories now we heard or read about Chaz where they stole my laptop, they stole oh my, my phone, God, they yeah. stole my keys. So, I mean, um, oh, so so another thing I did see on the news again this morning when I was at the gym. So y'all, I'm at the gym at like 6 a.m. So I mean, I see like the first headlines out the out the gate. So this morning, another one of the headlines was that um, the the community workers, right, the community safety standard keepers, rather than the police, because again, yeah. the police are not allowed into the Chaz in Seattle. Um, the, if you report any crime or you call nine one one and you're within that six block radius, which might be bigger now, I'm not sure, but you have to physically exit the Chaz <laughs> to receive any kind of assistance from any law enforcement agency any governmental agency and or any of these community service workers oh my gosh so if you get raped and you're in the chaz you are sol oh you're sol if you're in the chaz anyway if you're in the chaz and it's because you're yeah. not reporting on the chaz or, or feeding back information on the chaz and you're actually part of the chaz yeah. you're part of the problem oh no so oh here get this so there's more numbers coming in so in Buffalo, nearly 60 off nearly 60 officers resigned from the forces emergency response team over the suspension of two police officers who were caught in a video pushing an elderly protester to the ground. Huh. They they resigned in disgust because of the treatment of two other members who were simply executing orders. Um, let's see. They did not quit the force but made up the entire active emergency response team of the department. So if you're in Buffalo, New York, and you're yeah. listening to this, you literally have no emergency response team. Ooh. 
at if all. you were if a police officer today would you i mean what would you do i mean if i, I the police is they're under attack they're under siege their their rights are being violated mm-hmm. they're the the fear of doing right. anything so, I mean, I mean, even due process i mean they're yeah. not they're not even afforded you know the benefit of the doubt now I mean, let them all you know let them eat themselves at this point in time you know what if these communities don't want police fine don't do that to my community. My community no. wants police. No, no. Fine. Come no, to my we'll, community. We'll police my community. We'll pay for the rest of them. No. No. You know what? It's like, it's like um, you know, Vietnam back in the day. Yeah. I mean, why do we send our men, you know, why do we spend so much blood, money, and treasure out there? You know? Just let them oh, let them implode let them let them take care of it themselves <sighs> all right well we're gonna take a break um and when we come back on the break we got some poll numbers that Ooh. look pretty good for trump um we uh, there's this lady you're gonna love this is a black lady what she says we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna attempt in our feeble attempts which they've been feeble i've said feeble now three <laughs> to times to get an idea to do audio but you gotta hear what this lady says yeah. uh we're gonna talk about the cancel culture yeah, <laughs> this one, culture, and oh also my. give you some interesting update, updates oh. about our podcast. Oh my gosh, yes! And then uh, you know, uh, Nancy Pelosi. We're going to talk about how she clarifies that Black Lives will only matter until, until November. November. So we'll see you guys back here right after the music, this message, and the end. Back, politics and brown liquor. Thank you for hanging on through the ad and yes. uh, the music. Well, I hope you like the music. I'd like to hear from you about that, by the way. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. It's from a little, um, a little band that uh, he introduced me to. Yeah, yeah, it's a band most people don't know about. You know, it's really cool though. Their stuff is really interesting. Yeah, it's been a band of mine, favorite band of mine. We're yeah, not going to mention we, them. Do we, do we mention them? No, no. We, no. Leave, we leave people wondering. In fact, if you know the name <laughs> of the band that plays our intro music, yeah. please mm-hmm. email us at politicsandbrownlicker at yeah. gmail.com. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd be curious to know if anybody... Now, if I would have heard that, yeah. obviously I know the band, I would have known exactly who it is, but it's only a thimble right. of people who really but, know who this band but is. But having only been recently exposed to the band, though, yeah. if... Even that little bit, though, it's un- it's unmistakable that it's any other band. Yeah, they they they've got a distinct sound. And, I mean, it's like uh, whenever one you hear Steven band. Tyler for the first time, huh? it, Steven Tyler. Yeah. it's similar to that. Like if you hear Steven Tyler, there's no way that you can possibly confuse him and yep. his voice for anybody else. Yep. Well, it's also like Carlos Santana's guitar tone. Wonderful guitar oh, tone. Oh, you know yeah. what's really disappointing about Carlos Santana? Hmm. The first couple times I ever heard his guitar, huh. it was with um when Rob Thomas went solo for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw Carlos Santana. I was like, "Oh my god," because I was oh, I was like melting. He's a legend. I had the like. He's a legend. I was like, so I heard the music and I had the major hots for him in my head, uh, and then I saw. I'm, I have like, the major oh hots. Oh my god! <laughs> I have the major hots for him because of his music. Actually, he. Wait, wait, I'm not, not a. His looks. I'm not he's a starstruck guy. He's not much to look at. Uh, uh, that's the man is an iconic guitar player and the way he plays. I am not a starstruck person, but if I met Carlos Santana, I yeah. would be weak in the knees <laughs> because uh, I'm such a guitar guy. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. uh, actually, my wife met him. He really? bought, yeah, she used to work for Sunglass Hut and he bought some sunglass hut, sunglasses from her at one wow. point. And he, she said he was extremely nice. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, mind you, if I were Carlos Santana and I were buying sunglasses and your wife happened to be across the counter, I would probably buy them too. <laughs> well, the man is uh, just a badass <laughs> guitar player because he has got a tone you know it's Carlos Santana, but that's, yeah. we're not talking, you know, we, maybe we should do a music episode. Maybe. maybe. I, th- I think if you think people would be kind of surprised at both of our musical tastes. Probably. Well, I, I want to talk about... yours, but... I, I want to talk about the cancel culture. <laughs> okay. Let's, if we have yeah. to. Because, you know, the cancel culture is kind of fun. Because it's it's yeah. uh, it's so ridiculous. The, now the cancel culture. If you're not familiar with what we're talking about, the cancel culture, and I'm not, I'm probably not going to articulate this uh, perfectly, but it's basically <laughs> the left because it's always the left uh-huh. uh, will hold you accountable for something you did uh, in another One lifetime, year even I mean, years uh, ago. Jim, uh, was it Jimmy? Not Jimmy. Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. In the blackface. Yeah. Doing yeah. Billy Crystal. Course, I think. Yeah. I think we already referenced this in the yeah. last podcast yeah. episode. But yeah. That's uh, cancel culture. Um, so. Also, we have pulled up right now. Oh yeah, this uh, one's Twitter, crazy. Juliet Tango at Juliet five hundred sixty two six one six. Yeah. 
um, said, cry baby, play stupid games. So here is... That's basically a very apt summation of cancel culture. <laughs> so, culture. Cry so baby, play stupid games. Here, here, this, this is the... Uh, just... Uh, I don't... It's the most ridiculous example of cancel culture. Or so, like when Kaylee Badass... Yes, I love her. Love her. Love her. Eight years yeah. ago, yes. she preferred Domino's Pizza no. to the big New Yorker pizza. Yep. And now people are playing Domino's. You picked yep. the wrong horse, blah, blah, blah. So, she yeah. happened to comment when she was a far less, <laughs> far so, less public figure that she happened to prefer Domino's Pizza. Yes. In 2008, <laughs> or 2012, I'm sorry, November of 2012, yeah. she mentioned, mm-hmm. and I don't have the tweet pulled up to, to say, she mentioned <laughs> that uh, she Domino's, Domino's pizza, pizza was better than New York Pizza. In reference to, I believe it was in reference to um, Donald Trump's pizza ads he was featured was in several really pizza. yeah yeah actually see i went really? down, i went down wow. the rabbit hole last night and i, I followed, didn't know that i followed the twitter thread to its inevitable conclusion and at the end rabbit at hole the, at the very end yeah at, at the very end there were two ads one for i believe it was a big new yorker pizza by pizza yeah. hut and the other one was for Domino's. so and he did ads i did not know that yeah huh. uh-huh yeah, and so in one, he actually tried to stiff the pizza the pizza delivery boy. He was like, "That'll be fifteen dollars for three pizzas, sir." He's like, "Let me tell you what. I'm going to give you a better deal. I'm going to give you. I'm I'm going to take these three pizzas and I'm going to give you five dollars for each one." <laughs> Sounds like a little Caesar's ad. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I believe that one was Domino's. So here it is, November eight, two thousand twelve. Kay- Kaylee McBadass mm-hmm. said, "Fun fact." Domino's is way better than any New York City pizza. pizza. Now, first of all, the New York City people had to be pissed off. Because you know how (laughs) they are about pizza. And Chicago, Chicago's over here going, don't mess with us. Well, okay, I I will say, I know how New York Italians are about pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah. New York Italians. I don't know that anyone outside of really New York Italians and Chicago Italians really care quite that much about pizza. So here's what Domino's said on the same day. Yeah. Let's see. Does it have the timeline? It doesn't. But 9.48 p.m. is when Domino's retweeted. It says 8, 9.48 p.m. November 8th, 2012. So yeah, the same for day. For hers. Yeah, same day. Yeah. Domino's came out with at uh, Kayla McBadass. That's my words, by the way, because she is a McBadass. That's one heck of a compliment. Yeah, Thanks that's one. Hashtag, we appreciate it. <laughs> so, so Domino's, they're just a company, they're a marketing company. You know, one thing about a business like Domino's is I used to work for Rockport Shoes, right? And I used I, to work for everybody. I did, I did. And <laughs> what they said to me when I came on board and I was going yeah. through the orientation is, we are not a shoe company, we are a marketing company, okay? Yeah. Domino's, yes, is a pizza company, but they're marketing, 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 marketing. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, come on. So, you know, saying it's way better than New York City pizza, Domino's, Wins, whim, whim, I can't get the word out. Wins? Whim, whimsical. Whim. What are you trying to say? Whimsical. Whimsical. I am totally whimsical? screwing up that. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> brain just would not do it. You know why? Brain doesn't like that word. So brain says, don't use that word. You don't like <laughs> Wh- it. Whimsical. I'm going to screw you up and make you say it stupidly. Whimsical. Whimsical. It, I mean, it so, may have something to do with the fact that you were having beer at lunch instead of brown liquor. <laughs> Just not much. I mean, we don't, yeah, I won't get into what we're doing right now, what we're drinking. <laughs> anyway, it's, yeah. Disappointing. But anyway. Disappointing, so we're not going to give it any air time. So, However, it is in a brown bottle. So Domino's says thank you, and 12, eight years later, mm-hmm. it's like a SpongeBob episode, eight years later. <laughs> um, <laughs> the left, really weird the left is going crazy. This is today people are saying this. Um, let's see. The tweet is from 2012, but McKaylee is a lying bootlicker for Christofascism, in case y'all didn't realize. Another one. And I'm not even going to mention who these idiots are. I don't know. I've Here never go. heard that word. Ask Papa John's what happened when they, when the embraced, that's their typo, the embraced the white supremacy coming out of the White House. Really? Oh, and, then, and this one, buy Domino's. Really? All those people going full Karen over an eight-year-old tweet. That's my favorite one. And that's a, they're doing a clip that's from uh, Dumb and Dumber, because that's so apropos, right? I mean, I hate a Dumb and Dumber, but... <laughs> oh, you know, if you're in the right mood, it's a great movie. Oh, I will take your word on that. It will. It's a. It's a one in a sh- one in a million like, shot like that you'll be in the right mood. Otherwise, it's a horrible life. movie. And yeah. Pulp Fiction, other than a few key Pulp scenes, Fiction. was yeah. a horrible movie. Here's another one. <laughs> David Hoffman. I'm gonna call you out, buddy. Love Domino's, but, but never, never again. again. Oh you are a complete Ooh, wait, scroll moron. Up. What did Della Cooper say? You're applying to at Domino's. Scroll up a little bit. <laughs> e. E. Scroll up a little bit. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, Here. Yeah. Click on that photo. There's okay. a picture of Donald Trump. Let's see. Yeah. 
If you support this man, I won't judge you for your choice of political parties. I will judge you for your lack of morals, ethics, and humanity. So will other civil history. This is over. Get over yourself. I mean, I mean, conservatives can say the exact same thing about Barack Obama. So exact same thing about. Here's Barack another Obama. one. Worse well, because well, it's actually true. Last night was the. <laughs> well, last night was the last Domino's pizza I'll ever order. Eight years ago. Eight I mean, years ago. People, people, okay, listen. This is why. People need hobbies. People need to get jobs, and people need to get laid. I what mean, do you think these people are? That's exactly. What do you think these people are frustrated from? Because I don't think it's politics. I mean, I, mean, I you know, lack lack of certain activities. I mean, wreaks havoc. In fact, oh I actually goodness. received an email last week from a former business coach, telling me in the email, and she's now purporting herself to be a wellness, like a wellness guru. She actually sent me an email that said, that was touting the um, the benefit the benefits of uh, certain boudoir activities and boudoir. their positive influence on your life and i actually sent huh. e a screenshot from the email <laughs> and i was like can you believe this but uh, no but no it's true it's it's true i mean if these people were busy doing other things yeah whether in the boudoir or outside whether it's like a hobby or a job god forbid or like some chores around oh, the house my god you wouldn't have time for this nonsense but, and you wouldn't just you just wouldn't have the patience for it it I would not apply to your life at all i, I gotta tell you i just don't understand how they can think like this. Eight-year-old tweet. Wait, 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 wait. You're actually okay. You may your whole issue might be that it's your thinking is based on a false premise that they're actually thinking. I just don't get it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, you're. I, I believe. I believe your the statement is you know is fair and valid. Yeah. However, the premise I think is false. I mean, the premise I, being that you're assuming. That I you're was very tempted. To have Domino's for lunch today because of this. Now I don't normally. I mean, neither do one that. pizza though. Well, their pizza rips me up. I can't eat it. I mean, just you know, the next it goes. Hey, the day I eat, it's great. The day yeah. after, not so much. Oh man. So uh, just I mean, is, that, is it maybe because you just drank like too much with it? No. Like... Well, I try to eat clean. I try to not eat a lot of preservatives. I'm not perfect on it. But Domino's is is it's a fast food chain mm-hmm. full of preservatives. So there's something in whatever it is in their pizza that just doesn't sit well with me. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Blue Moon. We actually went to Blue Moon, what was a couple yeah. weeks ago, right? It was good. Yeah. It was really good. Actually. Yeah, I yeah. highly recommend. And if you happen to be gluten-free. Is that a national chain or is it a local? Uh, Blue Moon, I, you know, I'm not sure. I know it's definitely regional. Cause would, our, know... would our listener in Chicago, our listeners in Chicago be able to get... You know, Maybe, we got Arkansas, I don't know. we got California. Maybe, but if don't you, let them down. You're gonna build it up, and then all of a sudden, oh man, I don't have blue moon uh, in my well, area. Oh, if you can shit. get yourself some blue moon pizza, I highly recommend it. And the cheeseburger yeah. pizza in particular. Is if fantastic. they don't have it in Vegas, that's you know. You know not what? Cool. I mean, Vegas. There's so many other things you can eat. <laughs> I mean, but this cancel culture that we've got going on in our country is. Um, <sighs> I don't know. You know, this this <laughs> election season is always the silly season. We always talk about how election season is a silly mm-hmm. season, but this is beyond the pale. I've never yep. seen anything like this in my now very many number of years following <laughs> politics. Yeah. This is the absolute most batshit crazy election season I've ever seen. Well, I, in, I mean, I believe that article you pulled up um, referencing a Nancy Pelo- uh, what something Nancy Pelosi said is fairly apropos to this. What, that one? Democrats oh, clarified. Wait, wait a minute. We're, oh. we're going to get to that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got to wait for that one. Yeah, you're waiting. I'm going to hold you <laughs> off on that one. I want to get to... Basically, things only matter until November. I want to get to something, a positive. Okay. Oh, okay. So okay. we got the cancel culture, which, by the way, the cancel culture are typically mm-hmm. leftist white, white kids. True. The white guilt. I mean, I mean, true. Typically. However, then they guilt yeah. people of color, yeah. black people. And actually, there was a, a clip last week where there was a black woman removing bricks and stuff out of black, white yeah. Black Lives Matter yeah. protesters yeah. who had been giving them out yes. to black youth. There's hope. I'm going to give you hope right okay. now with this clip. All right. You haven't I'm seen this pretty, yet. Like, so let me, let me, let me, let me set the stage on this clip. And I'm going to, okay. well, hopefully... Um, you know, like I say, we're not the best with audio, so we apologize in advance. <laughs> so if you want to get send us some tech, some 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 technical te- pointers and how to like kind of well, and, and some equipment, yeah, that'd be great. But so uh, <laughs> this uh, um, this 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 is a tweet that I discovered today. Here's the setup: is you've got a black woman who's lecturing, and you're gonna like this lecture, I think. Okay, all right. Um, so so I mean, I mean, white, I like a white in woman. I think it looks like a white woman. Because it's an academic one. And I, I think her name's Karen. Oh, okay. I mean, Most she, likely. I mean, she looks like yeah. Karen. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the safari hat is kind of a dead I, I, I have no idea what city this is in. Obviously, it's in a metropolitan city. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. There's uh, s- uh, several people around. Looks like some uh, 
I won't say Antifa kids, but some uh, metrosexual kids or whatever with their mask on. But the, what you're going to hear this woman yeah. say, to me, I've been saying this shit, what she's saying for years. And to hear her say it, yeah. okay. oh, man, right, this woman it. is my hero. So let me switch it. this audio mm -hmm. and play this. Okay. Let's give... Um, Can you hear it? No, you can't I can't hear, hear it. it. No. Okay. <clears throat> I'm, um, it's coming through my headphones. Okay. We're going to pause it, and we're going to try to figure this out, because I really, really want you to hear this, uh, because this is uh, just... Do you think we can fix this in post? Uh, no, I don't know how to do that in post. And so we're going to let our audience hear us when we're talking about, well, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> hey, hey, we're starting out. We give are us, authentic. Yeah, yeah. We give are us, authentic. Yeah. Nothing else. You know, we, we've got some, um, inform, you know, equipment here, but, you know, it's not the best stuff. We're working it. We're working mm -hmm. it. So I'm stalling. I know. Let's see if this works. Yeah. See a bunch of there there we go. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. So let's go to start from the beginning because I really, I think this is an important clip. I really yep. do. I'm going to turn up the volume, and here we go. And here we go. I would be in the same position, so I'm not even mad at you, baby. I'm feeling like a fake news. This is the thing. I know people don't like Trump. I understand that. But let me tell you something. If I had to pick between him and Joe Biden, I'm not voting in Joe Biden. You want to see You want to see a bunch of black people go to jail by the next four years? Put Joe Biden in. Watch what happens. You want to see black men get killed substantially? Like, they, like you've never seen before, put Joe Biden in and watch what happens. These Democrats, and I'm sorry to say this, I'm not trying to be racist, but they hate black people. These are the same people who have built the wow. slavery. Wow. These are the same people who built the KKK. These are the same people who hate us from the beginning. The Republican Party is the party of the blacks. Blacks, the Republican Party is the only party that the black people actually assisted in finding. But all of that history has been torn away. People say, oh, there was this big switch. There was never a big switch. Nope. The union the union won because we had grown in the industrial area. Era. So we were able to get trains and get supplies back to our soldiers while the Confederate was still riding horses. They were not able to get the supplies back fast enough, right? So what happened was once slavery was abolished in the South, the people in the South could no longer make their money from slaves. They had to move to the North to work in the industry to produce. And so the people in the North that already had established themselves in the industry moved to the South. And so that's where it was a transfer of people coming from the South to the North and people coming from the North to the South. There was never a big switch. So the same Democrats who hated black people from the beginning are the same ones who hate us now. And they use our cause. How did Black Lives Matter turn into something about LGBTQ? When blacks really don't support that. We're conservative. We're really not about that. Not only that, we don't support abortion. We're about working. This is the black culture. We ain't even about that. Not only that, we're not about feminism. No, we're not. Black women marry their husbands and respect their husbands. That's what we on. We're not on this. Oh, I, I do what I want. We don't do that. That's not our community, and you would understand. I know you understand. We don't do that. But yet these people are hijacking our movement. The Democratic Party, they're trying to hijack us. No. All right. Tell me if that is not I mean, powerful. no, that was incredibly powerful. Yeah. Incredibly, incredibly powerful. I mean, and you know what? More black women need to stand yeah. like that. She just laid it out. I mean. But in, a, in, a, in a completely calm yeah. and articulate way. She was very academic, and she was right. She, but no, I, right. I wouldn't even say academic. She just laid out some key yeah. facts that no one is used to hearing. And I will say during this clip, if you go and you um, look up at EKO Tunes on Twitter, yeah. you'll find this as a retweet um, that I think is originally from Katie Davis Court. Yeah. yeah. But literally there's like three white people, one of which is the Karen we previously referenced. She literally has her hand to her mouth. She's just in complete disbelief. Yeah, this I saw never, this earlier never, today. Never ever heard truth quite like that. Yeah, and I mean, what are you gonna say? You're racist. Yeah, she's black. I, I mean, and not to say that black people can't also be racist. However, yeah. what are you gonna say? She hates yeah. black people. She is black. And the passion that she has in the in her but her the, delivery. But the passion, coupled with the ability to properly articulate yep. her position from a place of strength. And confidence. Yeah. And we'll put this in the show notes. And yeah. by the way, um, you it's can... A, it's a beautiful thing. Oh, my God. And look at the woman that she's saying this to is dumbfounded. She, her, her narrative, her white guilt, her I mean, leftist her narrative is that shocked. brainwashed with yeah. is just completely coming but to But the lady is absolutely 
correct mm-hmm. in oh, what no, she no, says. Sure. No, no. And like Ian and I have said multiple times before, the Democrats are no friends to the black community. Yeah. No. They and literally she told gets you. It. Yeah. They literally prevented black women and black men yeah. from subsisting in a family unit for financial benefit. Yeah. Because Joe Biden, he, he did um, sponsor some act that was detriment to blacks as far as policing. Yeah. I mean, he has been inconsistent with the things that he is saying now, mm-hmm. and this lady gets it. She is not. Yeah, but did you know so that she said, you know what, the, we know why the rest of us aren't out here protesting with y'all? Because we're at work. Yeah. We're working. Yeah. And this... I love the reference to feminism. Yeah. No, this isn't our culture. You know what? If you're actually within the black community, and I, and like I said, I have black friends, and the majority of them, if you get down to the nitty yeah. gritty, they are very conservative. And the majority of black women, you know, I mean, yeah. there obviously there are some exceptions, but the majority of black women, like, they, especially if they're in a more traditional family unit, they're very conservative, yeah. and they are definitely very hyper-aware of how their husbands feel about what they do, what they wear. I mean, they are not about getting out yeah. all hours, doing whatever they want. I mean, and, and same thing with the men. I mean, I mean, a lot of the men as well, like, they're accountable to their wives. Yeah. They're wise because I'm home for dinner. Well, she said it. She said, we are, fury. we are conservative. Black community is conservative. I've been saying this forever. Socially conservative. Yeah. They are I, not I mean, like I mean, the Democrats. No, no. And it's a whole movement about the black trans men. Oh, I'd love to meet this lady. One of my favorite parts, too, is that she has a partner with her or a person, friend. I, don't, yeah. I know when you say partner, what people think. It's not like that. She and has like an acquaintance. Point. No. And the acquaintance is over there going, friend. yeah, that's right. And it's like, hello, these are two black women and that, not like a little black. Yeah. They're they're very dark complexion. Yeah. So there's no there's no. Remember that difference. Obama stuff? Huh? You're telling you're telling like not like Obama. Hey, Morgan <laughs> Freeman was the one who said he was half black, and not our real first black president. So um, take it up with Morgan Freeman, okay? So um, you know, the woman that she's saying this to is a white lady. It, wearing like a safari hat mm-hmm. and I, like a steve Irwin. yeah yeah so i'm wondering if it's seattle it looks like seattle i'd love to see the sign of the street you know but what the sad thing is well, it is because the katie davis court is um a seattle reporter she's in seattle politics so this is out of this may be out of Chaz. this may be people Maybe, in I mean, Chaz. it is hashtag Chaz. Chaz. yeah Oh my God! This is the most. Um, I saw this today, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, I can't no, wait to I think, I think roll it's this really out. Really powerful. I think we all need to share this. Yep. So it's it's going to be in the show notes, and it's indicative of what's going on in the black community that people don't want to talk about. The media, the media, the left, they want division in the black community. So what you're seeing that's going on in our country right now is our leftist politicians and our leftist media banning the flames of division because they don't want this. Yeah to get out oh, they no. don't want I mean, people no, no, to see no. if the this truth actually got out and people actually started thinking for themselves and doing independent yeah. research yeah the democrats would be done the democrats need a massive massive amount of the black vote well here here's a poll um an article i saw also earlier today mm-hmm. the, um, from uh it's a blog don's don's server blog spot com. Okay. Uh, I'll put this in the show notes as well. I don't know the validity of it, but I do. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. It says poll shows Trump isn't behind 14 right. points. He's ahead. Mm-hmm. And what this goes on, the, the thesis of the whole article is really that, well, that was the thesis, but the, the points in here was at this point in time in past elections, mm-hmm. the media has portrayed mm-hmm. the, the leftist candidate because I can't say liberal, can't say Democrat, right. has, well, no, no, has been say, ahead. You can, say, you can say Democrat. I mean, Democrat yeah. is synonymous with leftist. Yeah. However, it's not no longer synonymous so, with liberal. In, uh, let's see, in July 26, 1988, New York Times mm-hmm. published a story, Dukakis leads widens. Yeah. Well, Dukakis lost pretty badly, right? Yeah. Uh, here's another one. He was up by 17 points, exclamation point. In January 1983, Mondale, Mondale once led President Ronald Reagan by nine points. You remember how many states Mondale won? I wasn't alive then i know that's a little thing called history i know canada i get it it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay one state one state in january of 1983 they had him up on reagan nine points he won one state his own state wow yeah so it was a sympathy vote right and uh so so we've got in the in this article uh, all these candidates that were behind that the left would tell you were way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, um, let's see, Mondale 
was, right, was hey, Mondale Dukakis. Yeah, Mondale Dukakis. Hillary, half a month before the election, she was she was up, I and mean, she only went twenty I mean, states. If you, I mean, if you believe certain reports, I mean, I mean, Hillary was actually Hillary staffers were actually celebrating already by six p.m. on election they day. They were, yeah. yeah, with bottles of champagne. Yep. So you've got you've that, that's there's 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 something to say about that history where mm-hmm. the media would portray the Democrat candidates way up prior to the election, which they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. They're saying Biden's way up, yeah. and uh, they don't win. It's it's been consistent, right? Very right. Well, very and, consistent. And it would, I mean, reference you know the uh, Democratic primary. I mean, they expected Biden to win. <laughs> they expected Biden to win. Yeah. You know, a, a quote unquote firewall, right? Yeah. I mean, there was no firewall. I mean, he's still technically limping across the finish line. Yeah. And if he gets any older, any more frail, they'll have to drag him across the finish line. Yeah, no, right, right. At the, at the conference next month. Now, the story, the story does have some flaws. I think it has a pretty good point in that these Democrat candidates, the media would pump up. You know, mm-hmm. polling. I'm not, I'm not one of those people that say polling's always wrong. What? Well, I, I, I think polling reveals certain truths. Mm-hmm. However, said truths that it reveal depend on the questions asked exactly and, that's exactly and it right also there the number of people polled yes. the plate the locations in which yeah. they are polled i mean if you took a poll of georgia right now right if yeah. you didn't if you didn't you know disclose the fact that 50 percent of the participants that participated in the poll in georgia happened to be from metro atlanta yeah you know, or like inside the perimeter and you ask them you know are you going to vote for trump Majority of those people are probably going to say no. However, if you mm-hmm. poll 50% yep. outside the perimeter, there's a good chance a good number of those people are going to say yeah. Yep. So in 2016, here's a shocker that most people will go, what? Uh-huh. The polls were right. The polls were right in 2016. National polls. National polls had Hillary winning, and she did. Actually, the national no, no, polls. She won, she won the popular vote. Popular vote. National yeah, but popular so, but vote. So did El Gore. Yeah, that's right. Popular vote. National polls had her up 3%. She won by 2%. Yeah. But if you dug into the state-by-state polls, it was obvious that Trump had the edge. And ultimately, he won. Well, and, and I mean, again, I mean, I, I feel like Democrats get so complacent. Cause they yes, assume, they do. Let's hope they assume. do. And if you're, if you're worried about the black vote, they take the black vote for granted. They just assume it's going to come their way. Yeah. But, I mean, Hillary Clinton, you know, stopped campaigning. She stopped doing rallies. Well, what was the state she didn't go to? Wisconsin? She, never, she, she lost Wisconsin. She lost Wisconsin. Michigan and... Um, I forget the third one. I, well, I don't know if she. Lo- I don't think she lost Pennsylvania, but it was pretty close. Well, wasn't she it? the three the three pivotal states, Rust Belt states, and Trump won those three states by a complete the total last. of I don't think it was how of seventy thousand votes. I mean, I mean seventy thousand. I mean, hey, whatever it takes. Hey, man. you know, you won the electoral college. It's all that matters, and yeah. and he's going to do better in those states now. And so because now oh, there's I mean, so much. Thank you, Tom Wolf. I'm yeah. really, I'm really, really hoping Tom Wolf keep up the really bad work because that way we can take Pennsylvania. We can now turn this, it bright red. This article goes on to talk about how Trump is going to win the thirty states that he won before. Hillary won twenty, mm-hmm. and it says not only would Trump carry those states but he could flip well, the key word here is could yeah. could flip colorado maine minnesota nevada new hampshire new mexico and virginia due to democrat what's that word incompetence mm-hmm. and we have seen that oh, you look what's states. happened in michigan right minnesota oh Hello. yeah so Hello. virginia ralph northam we're coming for you so there's two two articles of hope we got the lady <laughs> I mean, come on. That was awesome. We that got this amazing. article of hope. That was amazing. Now we need a lot of other black, strong black women to stand up and tell all the white Karens of the world where to stick it. Yep. So let's uh, go to this this article. Democrats, Democrats clarify that black lives will only matter until, until November. November. So, this so is for the all y'all who are listening and you happen to be black. Oh. Well, just <laughs> want you to hold off now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. This is, there, there is a great deal of sarcasm. Yeah, there's there's a, funny, a funny title. Democrats clarify that blacks' lives will only matter until November. Now, yeah. if you read that at face value, you know what? I believe it. Oh, especially because the picture accompanying it has uh, Nancy Pelosi with that, um, oh, that African whatever scarf that is. thing, yeah, which, yeah. which I have heard from numerous sources is actually extremely disrespectful and is only to be worn by Isn't certain it cultural people. appropriation? Cultural appropriation, Hello. however, it's no, no, no. But it's only, it's only allowed. You are only allowed to technically wear that if you are from a certain tribe from a certain country in Africa. Oh crap! I love Grace Hot Sauce from Jamaica. 
Am I? Am I? Is that pet cultural? Okay. Okay. I think you're okay. Because I really love that stuff. Okay. So Stephen Crowder would say cultural appropriation is appreciation. However, I think Nancy Pelosi took it a little too far. (laughs) Okay. So again, the title of this article: Democrats clarify that Black Lives will only matter (laughs) until November. So I got to read the article. Okay. Did we say it's from the Babylon Bee? It is the Babylon Bee. (laughs) It is the Babylon Bee. I love the Babylon Bee. I know. Because look at this. It's such a short article. It is. And they get right to the point. A team of political experts released its latest prediction on the Black Lives Matters movement today, saying the group's current surge will likely only last until early November. (laughs) The experts say after votes are cast in the 2020 election politicians will no longer have a need for the black community and everything will go back to normal mm-hmm. you know what's good you know what you know what good satire is good satire has elements of truth in it oh my god yeah yeah i mean not that you have to take an interest in canadian politics but yeah. if ever you have um a chance go on youtube and search for talking to americans by rick mercer so here's a fake quote. It will blow which your mind. I don't know if it's really a fake quote. We have to pander to them to see if they will matter, said Nancy <laughs> Pelosi. We stand committed to elevating black voices when we need their votes and not a moment after. I'm sorry. There's a little kernel of truth to that. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a strange phenomenon, said UCLA professor Azad Khanna. <laughs> Every few years, Black Lives Matter comes onto the scene for a couple of months and then just sort of disappears in November. Wow, I've never amazing. seen anything like it. He paused for a moment, noticing a young white woman who had kneeled before him. <laughs> the woman asked his forgiveness for her white privilege for years of racism towards African Americans and then started kissing his, his feet. feet. Oh. Kana kindly informed her that he is from India. <laughs> Experts believe the Black Lives Matter movement will reemerge sometime in, in 2020. 2022. All right, so uh, here's the funny part about all this is we did um we, we saw something last week, I think it was, somebody did a search, a Google search of um, trends. We yeah. discovered this trends thing. We had no idea yeah, it existed. Yeah. You go, I think it's called Google Trends. Yeah, you can is. go into Google Trends mm-hmm. and type in anything you want to type in. If you type in Black Lives Matter, you see a spike in the trend in every election cycle. However, I believe the trend only began after Barack Obama was elected. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. before Barack Obama was elected, there were no black, there, I mean, Black Lives Matter was not a thing. Yeah, so, so, there's a kernel of truth in it, actually, a lot of truth in this sarcasm. <laughs> But and if you satire, it's satire. satire. If you don't know what it means, look it up. It's but yep, <clears throat> it, but will, it will it will change your life for the better. I it's a it's a funny article. So we're <laughs> gonna end on one last thing here, and uh, I don't know why we're gonna talk about this, but you know. Oh oh yeah, because I pulled up an article yeah. that said um, Ralph Northam is making Juneteenth, Juneteenth an official that's why. holiday yeah. and giving it. Isn't today Juneteenth? No no, that's June nineteenth. Okay, we're sixteenth. We're recording this on the 16th. Oh, you mean not oh, here until the 17th? I thought it was the 19th. Or later, depending on when you pull up this uh, podcast. Uh, but I think it is the 19th. I think you're right. No, it's the 19th. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, so R- Ralph Northam is making it an official holiday <clears throat> and with paid, like it's paid time off. And Juneteenth here in Atlanta, because I've been in Atlanta a long time, I associate it with Freaknik. You didn't know about Freaknik. I did not. However, I got a crash course. Freaknik. Yeah. What, what happened in Freaknik? And if you look up the Wikipedia page on Freaknik, it's got some information, but not a lot. It actually started from a television show that the one of the daughters on uh, that um, Bill Cosby show, mm-hmm. uh, the girl that married that's married to the Aquaman. Da- uh, yeah, the Game of Thrones guy. Yeah. Anyway, that she had a spinoff show, the Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was called. Doesn't really matter. I can mm-hmm. look it up, but. Who cares? And anyway, they, they did a, a show on some, you know, because apparently the spinoff show, she went to, I think, Spelman College or Morehouse College in Atlanta. Okay. And uh, so they did a big party on June 19th, and that's where Freaknik came from originally. Well, and I think, I, think, I think we need to further elaborate into the significance of the 19th. Supposedly, it was the, you know, day where we celebrate yeah. official emancipation yeah. and freedom of Freaknik. slaves. Post-Civil so, War. here in Atlanta, and I was living in Atlanta, this Freaknik came about in 1982. Actually, I didn't come into Atlanta until after that. I came in Atlanta in 91, 92, I oh, think. Oh, wait. Well, at least I was born then. Yeah, there you go. So now <laughs> now I moved to Atlanta. You know, I looked at my watch. Uh, Dr. C is born. Time to move to Atlanta. So that was that was it. That's what I did. So it was right. weird. It was like um, it was like it was from good. the heavens. I, I had this <laughs> man. Move to Atlanta. Why? <laughs> you will meet Dr. C there. Who's that? You'll find out. Isn't she cool? Very. So anyway, oh I used to work for a big company most people have never heard of that's no longer around called Blockbuster. Yes. And I had a store in Midtown, Atlanta, downtown Atlanta. Yeah. By the way, they have most, the highest volume store in the state of Georgia. It's a very busy store, a very mm-hmm. small store. And Freaknik came rolling through. I think this mm-hmm. is 92, maybe 93. Can't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we anticipated a crowd. 
So we hired security <laughs> to manage the parking lot because it was a very small parking lot. Right, right. Long story short, they completely overran my store. My yeah. assistant manager at the time, he got uh, his head bashed in, cut open. Uh, we had to lock the doors. We had to pull down the gates. The security said, you're on your own. They left. And... Uh, <laughs> I, we it cost me thousands and thousands of dollars to clean up afterwards because people mm. defecated all over the place and on the walls and on the outside of the walls of my building. It means poop. Oh my it's god! Poop everywhere. I was trying to be yeah. I was trying to be PG. <laughs> that was my experience with Freak Nick. I mean, and I'm just glad I wasn't around for it. That it was like so bad. That was the last year. Uh, that was, the, I think, the year it was ended or something because Shall it was just got so out of control, and they tried to. Revive um, it in 2019. Yeah, they've, they've been trying to revise it, but Freak Nick was a huge deal in Atlanta when I moved here. Huge. Mm -mm. And that okay. year, <laughs> they came through, and we were like, whoa, what the heck? There was, you know. So. Oh. Well, <laughs> but, you know what? Hope you have a wonderful uh, evening. Please enjoy a cocktail, probably with brown liquor. Yeah, my my uh, cocktail of choice this evening, I think, is going to be an old-fashioned with a singular ice cube, preferably <laughs> of an extra-large size. Um, you know, I, I enjoy it with a little muddled yeah. orange, a real maraschino cherry. I drink mine neat. Yeah. No I, mean, ice. I mean, there's there's evenings for that, too. But I feel like, you know, if you take it a little it's cold. It's a brown liquor just, day. Yeah, it's a, definitely a hard liquor day. Mm -hmm. well, in that in that vein, it is every day is a hard liquor day. <laughs> every day, today, is a brown lately day. it is. Every yeah. day is a brown liquor day. So make sure you email us your comments, your concerns, yep. your feedback to us at politicsandbrownliquor at gmail .com. Please like, subscribe to our podcast, follow us on. Share us. Sorry. Share us. Share oh, us. Oh yes, make sure us. you share us. But also us. go to our anchor page and support us, so yes. we can continue, you know, coming up with this content that you like so much. And you know what? Send us some brown liquor or sponsor us so yeah. that we can tout your favorite so brown liquor. Anchor.fm slash politics and brown liquor. You can support us monthly, dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, anything that'll help keep our show going. And uh, yeah, brown liquor always helps. See y'all. All right, bye bye. <laughs>